Hi, I'm Karen. And I'm Lauren. And this is Downstage Left, a theater podcast where we talk a lot. No. Where we talk a little, laugh a lot, and know nothing. You've done it so well. It's so good. It's so much pressure. Like, I can't even begin to tell you. No. I don't know. Because I, I've talked about this before. We go long enough in between that I'm like, I forget. It just, like, goes out of my mind. And I don't Fine. go around saying it, like, I tell all the everybody. time by my I say we talk by a little, myself. laugh a lot, and know nothing. That's oh, my God. Well, uh, Lauren, we have a guest today with us. We do. Before we talk about the guests, can oh, I share something burn. with you? Sorry. Stay silent. Okay, so I got in my car. Don't talk right now. Uh, no, <laughs> I got in my car today to get here. And sometimes my Bluetooth takes like a minute to connect. And uh, and sometimes it just plays whatever the F it wants to, right? Sure. So last year during the pandemic when I was teaching online, I did like a radio show with my kids. And I had to download a bunch of sound effects. So I got in my car. And it took a minute to load. Uh, and it played this. Hang on. Make sure my volume was all the way up. very loudly in my car <laughs> and it was so loud sure i love that track and the first <laughs> it was really scary and the first like 10 seconds of it i was like what's happening outside i like sure did you think coming. i would have thought it was my car potentially I like making that for a, a minute, noise but then it was like it felt like it was outside because the sound of my car is quite good uh it was like terrifying and then i realized it was the sound effect so that's where we're at so a lot of times when Lauren comes to my house, the journey die. is like a rough time for her. It's a foot out the window. It's like weird noises. It's a spooky house. Uh, okay. Well, our guest today, so guest friend now. of the pod, uh, is our good friend Ryan. Ryan, you're here. I'm Ryan. I'm happy to be here. Sure, he's using a real like delicious dish voice. Like, well, he just woke up. I don't know. Like, it's the whole thing. Balls. <clears throat> Um, sure. So, Ryan, I, I like when we have guests on because we can talk a little bit about I met you through Lauren. Yeah. Indeed. Because you two were pals. But how pals. did you guys meet? And we'll, we'll get into Oh, it. how did we meet? Yeah, I don't even know how we got to be BFFs, if we're being honest. I do not know. Uh, I met her husband, not then husband, uh, Alan in Les Mis, um, an oops show. Yeah. And then we were friends, hung out. Um, you started showing up at our house like all the time. Yes, I was there all the time. <laughs> sure. Yeah, gave them my foosball tables. <laughs> yeah, Great. we had your foosball tables. Yes, and then we sold it. Um, but then we must have been involved in a show right after, and must that's the only reason we would have hung out more. Probably was it American Idiot was right after. He- no. Mm. <laughs> oh, so, ma- so many noises. We weren't prepared. <laughs> sure. No, I'm, it was Lay Miz. Spam a lot. I was in Spam. Thank you, Karen, for asking me. I'm like Barbara Walters. <laughs> Let me put that gauzy uh, blur lens on. I'm like Barbara Walters. Uh, well, so if but we get to American Idiot because that's where that's I where met. Yes. that's in. when I met Lauren. Yeah, and I saw you. For and I do love to tell this. Briefly. We we've told this story a little bit before, but I'm like glad to tell it again Such while you're a on. Story. So we I met Lauren because our friend Matt was like, I I'm doing a show and the music director's like cool, young and hip, and that's kind of what you're doing. So like you should meet. And I was sure. like, cool. And so, sure. So, um, I was planning on doing the last five years, which I was going to have Lauren music direct it. Um, a friend of ours, uh, play Kathy. And when I was like, does anybody, you know, who knows a Jamie and the girl who played Kathy was also an American idiot with you guys. Yeah. And she was like, Oh, I have the perfect person. I'm in a show with him right now. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. And I was like, well, I mean, I'm not just going to like, I don't know him. So I'm not just going to like, you're not going to cast him and like whatever. <laughs> I need to see him like yeah. do something. 
And so I came to one of the American Idiot rehearsals mm-hmm. yep. and came in. And now, to my recollection, I feel like I was there longer. But no, no, to your recollection, you tell it. You were there so fast. <laughs> Lauren just said, hey, she's going to come. She's going to come listen. It's going to be great. Okay. So, like, most of the rehearsal goes by. You're not there. Then you finally show up. And I was like, okay, oh, that's her. Okay. All right, I got to be good. So I'm like chugging my water. Got to make sure I sing everything correctly. I don't even know what song we sang. It was probably 30 seconds of singing. Jesus is suburbia. So I'm not yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not even great song. No. And then it's like so I just see her like give a couple head bobs because that's a Karen thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. It is. And then like she just grabbed her shit and left. And I was like, <laughs> what just happened? Sure, I did I not talk to you. We didn't talk yeah. About- and my anxiety goes through the roof because I can't talk to Lauren because she's music directing the rest working. of the rehearsal. So yeah. I'm just sitting there sweating going. <laughs> Sure. I must have sucked. She left immediately. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Wait, here's here's a thing that I've just remembered. Sure. Um, you cast him, I think, before you hired me. Yeah, for sure. Because Matt I had not I had not really me met you yet. Yeah. I, I hadn't met Matt. Well, maybe no, I think I knew Matt. But Sure. I cast you first. The funny thing is I like like I we know now is that that is just how I'm a quick decision maker. Like, oh, I don't yeah. need to stand yes. and hear you sing a whole song. I, like, know right away. 32 bars. But whatever. I suppose, <laughs> correct, like, 32 <laughs> bars and 16 bars and I'm out. Yeah. So, like, but to your to your point, <laughs> I'm sure that was, like, oh, okay, I'm going to, like, oh, whoa, whoa, she's gone. Um, sure, man. I don't no know, I'm, I'm busy. I don't have time to, like, stick around here and <laughs> sing a whole song. I need to hear, like, oh, well, God. he'll be fine. Oh, I like the look of him. Great. I'm out. I that was pretty much for, like, it. a day. Sure. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry for that anxiety, but uh, obviously it would go on to, you would be, we did the show, we all did it, we were all pals, Uh, a picture of the four of us resides in my office that we're sitting and recording in right now, so uh, yeah, it was, um, like I said, and it's a funny thing because I don't ever think about it potentially like on your end where i just was like yeah i came in and i heard enough and i left i didn't talk to anybody <laughs> like I'll, I'll be in touch I, that's a, it was a real like i'll be in touch but i didn't say that to anybody no, i just in my mind i was like well, goodbye. Zero people yeah. sure. <laughs> well in fact i didn't even talk yeah i didn't talk to you no i that was the weird that was the one where the director who shall not be named like put me in uh. the sure rehearsals were happening like outside of the theater and then he had me sit in the theater where no one was. And then I finally just got up because I was like, I don't know what's That's happening. Right. Yeah. And I was like, I don't. Lobby. Yeah. And I was like, where are they at? Like, where's the people? So because I, I was trying the to plan was for us to move on to the stage sure. eventually. But we were doing music. I don't know why we were doing music rehearsal in the hallway. I was trying to do the right thing by like being a visiting guest and like going to the director and being like, hi, I'm sorry to like disrupt your time. But like, I'm just need to. Li-. And I, he it was just a weird time. Wait, during this show also, uh, it, do you remember that we did that rehearsal not at that theater? It was like somewhere else. The dance studio? Yeah, or something. No, no, it wasn't the dance studio. It was like a um, someplace in Pontiac. And you had this audition for, I think, a tour of Book of Mormon. And you were like, hey, yeah, after rehearsal, can we just like go over this real quick? And I was like, yeah, I got you, fam. Like, fine. And we stayed after rehearsal just like five minutes. It wasn't that long. We just like went through the cut. And, yeah. Like, it sounded good. And that was fine. And uh, this director got so mad at me. He was like, how dare you waste my time? Uh, do not ever work on another show during, like, sure. our time. And I was like, what? I'm going to tell you. So it was Here's so the thing. Again, this is director unnamed because we don't name names. Maybe one day we will. Behind a paywall. Oh, my but God. That goes on that episode. That's the paywall. Just, like, sure. We just tea, burn everybody. You have everybody. to pay, like, $10 to listen sure, to here's it. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm, I'm not against that. I, um, fine. Let's do it. But he, he, I have seen two shows that he has directed. 
and both have had questionable things happen in the show oh. uh and like in which i'm just like what choices are being made and it's one of the only shows i've ever been with people who walked out not your show not american idiot but a different one where people walked out before intermission people walked out of american idiot i was in another one of his so i don't oh, know if sure <laughs> sure you're like which one I don't know. so anyway oh, you've seen three then because we went to see the other one that he was in too oh okay yeah. I was physically injured every night in that uh, show. Is that the one where your throat bled? <laughs> yes, actually. Okay, I just was trying but to narrow it down. But then I was also hit, hit with hammers. Sure, okay. Yes, it was great. Sure, sure. it was Jesus Christ Superstar. I don't know why we're like... <laughs> sure, we can say the show. That's we can true. say that because sure, otherwise the show it that, violent. The show that people violent. walked out of was Chicago. Yes, I sure, maybe that. you are like narrowing it down now where you're like, who in this area has erected <laughs> Chicago, yep. American listener. Idiot, and well, no, I'm just saying for listeners. But anyway, yeah. and then Ryan has done a bunch of stuff with uh, with Fuse and been around that for a long time, and we've all been pals. Uh, a fun, maybe non-theater story, but still theater adjacent, is the time that you guys drove me home from a cast party. <laughs> Holy smokes. In which... Oh yes, that in was like my, one of my top ten favorite nights of all time. In my defense, I had a little too much to drink. Oh my god! But in a safe way, in which we were all driving, like I didn't drive home. No. And in my again, my own defense, I I was not refilling my glass. No, somebody else was. Every that was part of the problems. I sat in a single stationary place, and just anytime my cup was like a she little empty, somebody mm. would like come about and be like, "Whoop, here you go." And I believe by the time we left, I'd had like four bottles of champagne. It was so much. It well, was, the one like, was like questionable, like, is it still even good? So correct. Like, yeah. One was like warm and weird. Yep. And I was like, sure, I don't Tasted care. like vinegar, whatever. Sure. And I drank it. So, and we had to drive home in which Ryan was driving my car. Lauren was following us so she could, like, they could drive home. Yeah. And I like passed out in the car for sure. In which we, I made <laughs> us take, ba- I made us take back roads for some reason instead of being like, let's stick to main roads. And then we, like, drove past the one turn, and then we got back to my house, and I vomited for, like, ten minutes in my driveway. So I would like to interject here. Sure, please do. Because this was a very bad experience. I was so mad. <laughs> sure. I have very high anxiety driving, driving anyone else's vehicle. Sure. So not only is it pitch black, we're yes. in the middle of these dirt roads. It was weird. I don't know where I'm going. I followed. I'm listening blindly. to your directions to where you're half waking up out of your drunkenness. And you're not, you're giving the worst directions I've ever heard. I'm like, Karen, how far do we go? And you're just like, you just like two stop signs. And I'm like, two stop signs. And then after the first stop sign, we never hit another one. Sure, that was 10 minutes. Sure, that was my bad. And I'm like, Karen, you got to tell me, I'm not hitting another stop sign. And then you're like, I think it's like three miles back. What? Oh my god! I was I like was in such a grumpy mood because I was following, and I was like, "Where the f are these fools going? Like, what sure. is happening?" Well, I was so upset, and then we got back, and you vomited for ten minutes. I did. Ryan and I were just like, "Did we leave? Like, what?" what? Sure, that's bad. Uh, really my bad. to my recollection of it, also, I vomited into like my bushes, and you guys were just like twenty feet away, though. We and, were like, so afraid, you, we're like, like just standing together, like American Gothic style, just like waiting on me. Like, I don't know. And then, and I just remember being like, I'm okay. And then you guys are like, okay, bye. And we all parted and it was fine. Well, because here's the thing. I am not a person, like, I'm not the person you want to take care of you when you are sick, especially when you're barfing. Like, I just, like, to sure. me, I will die. It's just too gross I didn't for need, me. To be fair, I didn't need your help. You didn't. And I, we knew that. Because uh, if we had been like, let me hold your hair back, no. you'd have been like, get out. I would have been like, get away from me. I got it. <laughs> Absolutely not. 
So, so that's fine. <laughs> so these are our top bonding moments of this our friendships. It. That was a cast um, party too, right? It was that like, was a cast. That's party. why it's theater adjacent. It yeah. was like the whiz cast party or something. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Excellent. I said, not my fault. People kept plying me. I did not. I had. I here's the thing. Probably like a bottle happened. I truly had no idea. I just was like. Oh my god, this bottle so keep going. Okay. Like I truly had no idea. And the people who hosted it were like, Sure, we heard you love champagne, we got you like ten bottles and I was like, What? So that was, <laughs> that was a lot. Sure, that was a rough time in which like I said, I was like I did not know here's the thing, I did and I was sitting the whole time. Yes. Yeah, and I did not know how bad it was. It was that thing where I stood up at some point and was like, Oh, oh no. <laughs> now that I think about it. We took pictures in that photo booth. Oh, for sure. So there are, oh, yeah. oh, it's immortalized. Oh, there are for sure I don't remember records. seeing those. Friends, I will maybe dig those out and throw them on <laughs> oh my God. Uh, to the socials in which do you will it. be able to see how inebriated I am. In which <laughs> it's do, great. In which I am participating in those photos, but like, I'm not there. Are you though? Yeah. No, I'm not there. No, that was, uh, it was, but like, you know, great times and do, t- friendship. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do we want to talk to Ryan about his, like, his experience in yeah. theater outside of our relationship with sure. each other okay great ryan how'd you get involved in theater cool great question um, well lauren you, likes to tell how she was like a small child and like participated and I i'm like i mean i do tell that story i don't yeah. know if i enjoy it it's kind of weird but i've had a weird character arc in terms of theater um oh, a character arc. yes okay. <laughs> like, Origin story. like my dad tells me like when i did sports back in the day and he coached my soccer team his like opening line was like you know we beat up kids who played soccer back in the day so I'm like, thanks, oh, Dad. That's great. Cool. But then he went on to coach me for like 12 years, and great he was dad. a great coach. But it's just okay. funny. I thought you were going to say, like, I played soccer, and then instead of running down the field, I tap danced. And that's sure. why I, I did a monologue. No. I did a monologue like, and singing, then scored a goal. That's weird. Singing after you sure. score something. Like, I don't know. No, I grew up doing, like, everything anti-theater. And, like, I don't know, in high school, the theater kids were the weird ones, and I never wanted to be associated with them. Honestly. So that was that. They still are. But it's I was hard. in band. It's true. So, and I had a few kids that did the theater stuff, and I was like, I'm not going to do that. That's I'm not going to be associated. And then my friend Dan Warren convinced me. Shout out Dan Warren. Yep. Dan know, Warren the second. Oh, Whoa. the second. Uh, Important. <laughs> convinced me to audition for The Sound of Music, and... What a, what a first show. Uh, I was just going to say, <laughs> oh I love that your origin story sucked to music, but okay. It was, I, I sang, I did well enough, but apparently I was so stressed, people could feel the heat off of me, like, sitting next to me, because I was just sure. sweating. Um, that is a bad image. That's gross. Okay. It's bad. I just, it's, it's a vivid memory for me. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> so I got uh, part of a Nazi and Ooh. one of the ballroom dancers. I had Classic. One, one line. Classic um, boy ensemble in that yep. show. <laughs> yeah. The one line that started it all. Look there. And that was it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Thanks, Mr. Denault, for the one line. Oh, yes. Sure. Thanks, Denault. That's, that's, a, that's a theater high school theater director going, well, he's pretty good, so we should throw him a line so he'll come back. Because <laughs> yes. if we don't, he might not. Honestly, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Wait, what grade were you in when you did Sound of Music? Uh, 11th. Okay. Because then sure, I only late. did one more show. Yep, I did the Sound of Music. Or not sound music, music man. I, 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 like, I did it again. They're just like, back. It's so weird, so good. Let's do it again. <laughs> sure. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> music man. Uh, sure. They both have music in the title. Very. They're old. It's sure. very confusing. I get it. They're the same show. Yeah. And then I don't know. I kind of just fell in love with it. Went to college. Got my theater degree. Did a bunch of shows there, and then came back, and then started doing shows all over the area. Just kind of weird because I just never thought of any doing anything 
like this and then just happened after doing a couple shows. That's how it gets you. It does get you. Yeah. That and the rhythm. Anyway. Uh, so today. Leave, leave this office. Sure. You can't edit that out. <laughs> okay. So today uh, we're going to talk about a show I think that you both have been in. No. Just just Ryan. Oh. Just Ryan. Sorry. I, I so think sorry. it's. What, Ryan picked it. Okay. I think it's because you did it. Right? Yes. It's so like that is a I knew he had done it. To be like Ryan has done this show. Sure. I'm going to move my equipment around. All right. Uh, I'm back. So we're doing today The Mystery of Edwin Drood. Which I th- I've never done this show and I've never seen it, but I, I find time. it interesting and like uh, in a like participatory way. So, um, tell go, us about it, Ryan. Go for it. All right. So this is probably in my top three shows because I feel like it's very different, very unique from every from every aspect. <laughs> uh, audience point of view, they mm-hmm. get to vote on different things. Acting right. point of view, it's different every night, so it doesn't get stale for the actors. Um, and there's moments where you break the fourth wall, so I just feel like it's it hits on a, so many different points, mm-hmm. and it's just a lot of it's a lot of fun. That's fun. So do you want? Okay, so <laughs> okay, I'll keep going. <laughs> Jeez. What you mean you don't want to wall? <laughs> just leave that awkward silence. I thought you know like, someone else might go. Vulgar? Okay, this it's the story is it's uh the inspiration is from one of Charles Dickens' final and unfinished novel, Mister Edwin Drood, murder mystery. Cool. So I did not realize it was unfinished, but I guess that makes sense because there's multiple endings. Okay, great. Yes. <laughs> Love that. So uh, they actually have a book. There's a lot of articles on it, but a lot of literary people have read into all the notes that he had and could not get a definitive person of who the killer is. Ooh. Wild. So the show goes all the way up until the point where he didn't finish the book, and then the audience votes on a bunch of different endings. Which That's the awesome. part that I think is interesting. That yes. is fun. I love that. Here's the thing. As an actor, you're right. It doesn't get stale. Also terrifying. I don't know. I That stresses <laughs> sure, me out you a don't lot. Know. Like, do I have to be the murderer tonight? I don't know. I have done a show where there's multiple endings, but that one was dumb. So, next. <laughs> it was very stressful. <laughs> okay. People would try and mess with you, too. Yeah. Because there were cue lines that let you know. So, mm-hmm. like, there's one guy who gives... The big old speech, and then he delivers who the killer is. Okay. But he Wait, has. Do the actors know who the killer is before? Like, at, they vote at intermission, I assume, right? Yes. The actors don't know before starting the second act. Correct. So you just figure out on stage, and then just you the go? one guy knows. Yes, because okay. they want. They, they told us they want us to have an honest reaction. So okay. I don't know. I would kind of like to know a little bit. Yeah. But no. Because if was... you are the killer, then your reaction is got him. <laughs> but if you're got him. What? I did it. I'm dead. No, but I'm saying, like, if you have a surprise, then you're like, your face is like, oh, I'm the kill. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Yes. Whereas, where, but that's maybe part of the acting exercise is that you aren't uh, like, oh, you're like, that's right. I am. Thank you. Yes, and you move and... on. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I was at one night and I feel like it was more panic because yeah, sure. I got trolled. So when the guy delivers cool. his speech, he's like a drunk. So if in his giant monologue, he says, I drank in too much spirits that night. That means he was voted the killer. Everyone relax. Move on. Homie's going to sing. Oh, no. He did that line knowing that I was the killer. So I had the full, I'm relaxed. I'm going to zone out a bit. Let me cool down. 
regulate my breathing. And then it was just, it was Neville. And I was like, what? Oh, no. <laughs> Thankfully, I crushed my song, but there was okay. definitely well, a good second of panic. some nonsense that's on stressful. his I like behalf, it. I I'm guess. feeling stressed in talking about <laughs> it. I'm reliving sure, the past. Sure. Okay. All right. So should we talk about the plot a little bit more other than, like, the fact that there is a killer question mark? Um, there is the – so – we all know that our podcast is just like us reading from Wikipedia. So we love like, it. Here's what I'm going to say. Um, as always, donate to Wikipedia if you can. I yeah. just gave my $2.50. But, uh, you know, it's not... A person here. Well, and sometimes what we've learned, though, is sometimes the Wikipedia summaries, though, are crazy. Um, okay, so let's talk about let's talk about the plot, you guys. Uh, I will start. I'll start us off, and then I'll, I'll popcorn to somebody else. Perfect. <laughs> well, you can't popcorn to me, but that's okay. Keep I will going. popcorn to Ryan. Sure. Um, Act one opens as the members of music hall. I also reading this hundred percent cold. I didn't even pre-screen this at all because I was on the wrong page. So great. Uh, it opens in the members of music hall Royale. Uh, they circulate among the audience. Oh, fun. Introducing themselves to the patrons. I hate this. Also, like, as an actor, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I kind of want to talk to the audience. Okay. I don't want to be a no. part of it. Okay. I also sure. don't want the actors to talk to me. I don't want that at all. Especially if I'm going to see my friend. I don't want them to be like, hello, my name is Neville. Like, well, I don't want that. and <laughs> as you know, as an audience member, I also hate it. In which I'm like, get away from me. Don't talk to me. Do not want to interact Don't with break this. that fourth wall. I'm get back on stage. Yeah, I'll, I'm happy to support. I do not want to interact leave me with alone actors. sure anyway uh so fun <laughs> ryan's like i already hated this he's like why are you here to rip apart my favorite show um more and more members of the company add to the growing noise until the music begins and the chairman of the proceedings bursts forth with the show's opening number there you are that sounds fun i don't know the show but that's fun it's very fun uh they then introduce john jasper the jekyll and hyde choir master what does that mean uh, he has like split personalities. So cool. That, that plays into the murder aspect of it. Oh, fun. Oh, okay. Yep. Sure. The Jekyll and Hyde thing threw me. I was like, is Jekyll and Hyde the name of the choir? Like, no. You're like, is he in it? <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, so anyway, the choir master greets his young nephew, Edwin Drood, in the song uh, called Two Kinsmen. <clears throat> I thought you were taking a picture. So did I. I was like, am I smiling? <laughs> what a weird Sorry, alert. Karen, like, stop it. I just, like, held her phone to the window, and it looked like she was taking a selfie. Don't worry about what I'm doing. I, was re- I had a big smile ready. <laughs> well, now I wish I had just taken oh that God. shot for you dummies. Throw it back in 20 minutes. Uh, no, I no, can't. just trying to make my phone work. Amazing. So, anyway, John Jasper and Edwin Drew, they sing the song, and they express their strong friendship. Drood is engaged to the fair Miss Rosa Bud. That's not a good name, by the way. Rosa, fine. Word Bud, I don't like it. Um, and she is Jasper's music pupil, and the ob- the object of his mad obsession. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's strong. Is that true? Is it really that mad? I mean, he, he, Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, got it. Okay, great. Yes, she is both Lucy and Emma. I understand. Um, oh my God, not that shit show. <laughs> Get out of here. Keep going. <laughs> Jesus, we can never escape it. I'm back. It's like that TikTok. <laughs> Never mind. Um, <clears throat> Rosa's suspicion of his obsession is confirmed when, at her next lesson, oh, he asks her to sing a song he has written called "Moonfall." That song I have sung it. This is the only context I have for the show. This it is heavy innuendo, which it says here in this like it's a great synopsis. song though. It is yeah, but it's like if you just like read the lyrics, it's like gross. Yes. <laughs> like, it's very it's gross, gross. Yes. but it's beautiful. But it's gross. Okay. Uh, so it's a song, uh, innuendo, very heavy, um, and it is from Jasper to her. Weird that, like, I wrote this song for you to sing, and it's about how I love you. That's weird. Okay. Okay. 
I dig it. Mm-hmm. Fine. Creepy. Um, the kindly... Is that the right word that I'm saying right now? Kindly reverend? Yes. Okay. How is it? Chris Sparkle? Chris Sparkle. Yep. Oh, cool. It doesn't look like... It nope, looks like you're right. Crispicle or something. Ew. <laughs> I don't... Crispicle. I would hate myself. My name was Crispicle. Just went like... I'm sorry, what? Oh. Uh, and two... Sure, I'm just over here. Don't worry about me. Sure. Chris Sparkle, the reverend. And uh, two exotic immigrants from Cleon... Cleon? Ceylon. Ceylon, sure. Is that a real place? Did I just fuck that up? <laughs> I'm oh my god, the this. outrage from the people of where? Okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. Anyway, Helena and Neville Landis. Landis? Landis. Landless. Sure. Yep. They arrive. Neville is immediately attracted to Rosa, which makes him a rival to both Edwin and the secretive Jasper. Yep. Sure, and you played Neville. That was me. So this is now we're setting up like the plot. Um, cool. Popcorn Ryan, go. Yes. So next, the chairman brings the audience to London in the sinister opium den of Princess Puffer. <laughs> Amazing. Yep. Who talks with the audience and explains her life in the wages of sin. Cool. Um, yes, she has a lot of really cool songs to where uh, they're like in opium dens. So the oh. yeah, so the like the choreography and everything else can be very uh, misty and very like we're all drunk, uh, not drunk, but we're all high and everything. Sure, else. opium. Yes, uh, it does good. say like a sinewy ballet follows yes wow yeah that's a real adjective that like is sinewy very exciting Mm -hmm. (laughs) so then we discover puffer's regular clients is none other than jasper himself mr jekyll and hyde who cries out the name rosabud during a hallucination puffer shows great interest in this fact and stores it away in her memory and back in cloisterham neville and drood meet and come to odds with each other almost immediately can I have popcorn to Karen? Are you here by Yeah, it? I'm in now. Okay. I just, it was a thing where I was like, I wasn't paying attention before, so. But I'm back in now. Where I was like, I who, where I was like, like who are these people? We're but in I got it. <laughs> we're like, popcorn. Popcorn this is 100% is fun. my fault. I'm sure. like getting ready to go back to school now, so like, this Lauren's is where we're in at. it. Uh, um, okay. Ready. Popcorn. Next, the chairman is called in to play another character as that actor is unable to come, but it turned out that the scenes of his character and the scenes of Mare Sapsy. Sapsy coincide. And the characters have to disagree with each other. Cool. This results in major confusion for poor Mayor Sapsy slash the chairman. And laughs for the audience. Oh. I, I enjoyed this Wikipedia included. <laughs> and it enjo- laughs for the audience. Uh, we'll be the judge of that. if they do it right. Uh, he and Jasper sing of their conflicting minds. Jasper, of course, meaning it literally. In the patter song, Both Sides of the Coin. We are then introduced to the drunken... Brian just made this like... Well, there, he's like, yes, excellent song. It's great song. Love that Both song. sides of the coin. All right. Uh, <laughs> Highly we, recommend. We are then introduced to the drunken stonemason, Dirtles. Cool. Sure that? That's a name. Okay. And Love his that. assistant deputy. In the graveyard, they tell us that Edwin and Rosa, who have been promised to each other since they were children and so cannot tell if they truly love each other, have called off their engagement. Perfect strangers. When that happens, guys. As a parting gift, Rosa gives Drood her hair clasp, which once belonged to her mother. Gross. Um, I will give a minor aside here. So the chairman is probably the most dialogue of any person I've seen in a musical. Okay. He's like the narrator. Okay. And then when he plays his like on stage part of Mayor Sapsy, that was my friend Joey. Oh, <laughs> um, it's actually written to the script of like, hey, we understand this is way too much dialogue for a person. So if you get lost, 
you can call for I forget the character's name, but there's like the stage manager who comes out in full costume and bring out the actual script. That's and hilarious. it's written into the script oh, like, hey, if you screw sure. up, call for your buddy, and he'll since they're following along, they'd be like, hey, here's your line. He's like, all right, cool, great, thanks. Oh, I love that. Okay, I like that. Yeah, very fun. That is sure. Funny. I love. I like a little wink to like things that are happening where you're like. Sure, he will be screwed if this is not allowed. Yeah, let it happen. But if it's going to happen, to work it in and well, let and it also, be like, funny. Theater people in the audience will appreciate it. Like, yeah. oh, very funny. We recognize also as an audience member that like this guy has too much to do. Yes, this yeah. is great. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, okay. Sure. If it were me, I would just work it in somewhere every time. Like that would be it. I'd be like, I've forgotten my line. Help. <laughs> Yes. Okay. What? Sure. We we usually teach kids to say line, not help, but uh, that's fine. Whatever. Help. 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 Sure. I live in the I woods. Need I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, it's Christmas Eve, and Jasper has arranged a reconciliation dinner for the landless twins, Chris Sparkle. Right? Is that what I said? Yeah. Rosa mm-hmm. and uh, Drew. That's not right. Sure. Chris Sparkle. Sure. Uh, in the resulting song, No Good Can Come From Bad. Neville and Drood's antagonism is reinstated. Ryan also thinks No Good Can Come From Bad is a great song. He, great he song. did the hand sure, thing Sure, he again. did the hand thing again. Okay. Um, thank you. 10 out of 10 would recommend. 10 out of 10. Uh, Helena's and Chris Sparkle's worry about Neville's reputation is shown, and it is revealed that Chris Sparkle used to be in love with Rosa's mother, who died after Rosa's birth. Oh, sure. Soon the party disbands and the guests depart into a right. violent storm. There is a short halt here, where the actor playing Bazard soliloquizes... What? Soliloquizes? He talks about... Soliloquizes? Soliloquizes? I don't know. I hate it. Where the actor playing Bazard gives a soliloquy about how he never seems to be able to get a major part in a show in the song Never the Luck. Oh. Relatable. Popcorn. Uh, The next day, Drood has vanished. Oh, man. Uh, Chris Sparkle's assistant discovers Edwin's coat by the river and it's torn because I skipped that word <laughs> regular listeners will know reading is hard on this podcast <laughs> why is it like oh. why <laughs> okay um <laughs> Drood was last seen walking there with Neville the night before Neville is almost uh lynched by the town folk uh at, before re- being rescued by Chris Parkle Jasper publicly swears to track down his nephew's killer. Later, he visits Rosa and confesses his love to her. She is horrified and angry. Oh. And they sing The Name of Love and Moonfall, ending with Jasper Jasper's pursuing Rosa offstage as the act concludes. Okay, so a lot of things yeah. Go ahead. Happen. Sure. Yeah. I was like, yeah. what? Tell us about this. Because I've okay. never seen it. I've heard one song. So. so when they talked about earlier where Jasper threw his dinner party, all the murder victims are there because that's the last time everyone sees Drood. Okay, cool. So, um, you mean the murder suspects? Yes. Okay, yeah, sorry. Victims. And I was sorry, like, sorry, sorry. No, I was like, <laughs> victims? Suspects. Who else is going to die? Sure. <laughs> sure. So, yes, yeah, so they're all there and then Drood leaves. That's the last time anyone saw him. Okay. So then that's where it happens. Okay. So then when we get into Act 2, there's a detective that appears and the chairman reveals that technically it's one of the suspects undercover but since we're a musical theater company, we're just going to have Drood that just died play the play detective. Him. Amazing. Sure, that's yes. Fun. Amazing. So that's Drood great. still goes. Sure, but fun. then later, when they vote on it, it's just somebody's like, oh, it was me. Sure. Okay. Yes. Fabulous. Yep. I like that. That's All wonderful. Right. Sure. Act two. All right. 
Uh, Ryan, why don't you go for it? Act two begins months later, six months to be exact, and there is still no sign what of Groot. What is this voice you're doing? There's well, much speculation. <laughs> no, it was that, and then also him skipping the word six, like you skipped torn and went back and went months later, six months later to be exact. It like, sounded like, good. No one would have known. Know. Yeah. I was just like I outed myself when I was like, I sure. That word. loves to out herself. I by didn't want to like, be outed. It sounded sure. great. I had a great recovery. Yeah, that's that's fine. Recovery. Messed up. I'm man. sorry to. Oh man. I'm sorry to call I'm you. Not sorry, that shit was funny. <laughs> there is much speculation to his fate. Meanwhile, it was revealed that Puffer has been investigating Druid's disappearance, but has also noticed a rather seedy-looking figure who seems to be doing the same. Turns out that this man, played by the same actor who plays Druid, Dick Datchery, is a private investigator. (laughs) We have very different reactions to that character. (laughs) Well, I just... The names in all this show are just great. Yeah. That's very funny. They sing Settling Up the Score. The cast appears and summarizes the situation, warning the audience, don't fall back on your assumptions. Hasty presumptions might do you in. Oh, sure. That's fun. Okay. Telling them to think carefully of whom they think will vote, who they will vote as the murderer in the song. Don't quit while you're ahead. So, yeah, there's a lot of songs they throw back where this is like them going back as the musical theater cast, not as... Like Neville and all of them. Oh, okay. okay. So that's like the fun of it this is, is like the break the fourth wall section. Yeah, okay. sometimes we're like we're singing as the company because these are like oh. in all of our shows. Sure, gotcha. Yes. Okay. That's interesting. As the song climbs to a climax, the actors trail off, and the chairman announces to the audience that it was at this place that Charles Dickens laid down his pen forever. However, they, with the audience's help, will resolve the story, gotcha. and the public voting begins as to who Datchery and the murderer are. Unfortunately, the actress playing Druid, and up to that point, Datchery is not chosen as Datchery and exits the theater in a huff. So, Druid wants to stay on and keep doing it, but they say, yo, you can't do it. And then she gets mad and exits. Got it. Yes. So, wait, Edwin Druid is played by. A Sorry, woman? yes, Edwin Druid, forgot to say. Yes, Edwin Druid oh, is played by a woman. Love that. Even though it is. It's a, a guy. male character, yep. but written to play. Cool. Yes. Sure, that's, a, that's like different than I thought. Okay, great. Sure. Keep going. Yep. I love this. Once the votes have been tabulated, the cast come out and sing Don't Quit While You're Ahead to welcome the audience back into the story, remind them that the mystery has not been solved. Um, Quiet, quick story here. Do it. When this happened, every other night was great, but there was one time Joey, it's supposed to be you vote off the detective, because then once we're the detective, they can't obviously be the murderer. Sure. And then you move to voting. It's a long sequence of voting. For some reason, Joey got screwed up in his lines and just voted off the murderer and just started to end the show and go Whoops. to the next part. So nobody did like, anything. So I had to break line. And, um, you know, we all have accidents. And I was like, that chap, you, you forgot to vote off the detective first. You got to run it back. And, <laughs> sure. and nice. Joey was like, looks at me, gives a face of like, oh, yeah, crap. You're right. And he's like. Apparently, I did not vote off the detective. Run it back! And, like, we all <laughs> sure. had to do our lines again. Because when we introduce ourselves before the voting, we all have lines. Okay. So then all of us, thankfully, took a great cue and were just annoyed that we had to read our parts again. And then that's we sure, got that's, voted. Well, that's when you also have, like, an experienced cast that can play with that. Yeah. Right. And it's already built in to, like, accommodate that. So it's mm-hmm. kind of nice. But that is that is a fun time. Well, it feels like the, the show, like, allows for, like nonsense like that too. Yeah. like i feel like yes. it's okay yeah mm-hmm. it, it feels very much like this is what we do okay love that hilarious karen popcorn sure <clears throat> puffer finds rosa reveals that years before she had been rosa's nanny and tells her backstory in the song garden path to hell 
She tells of a man she loved who made her become a prostitute to please his friends and then left her. Once she lost her looks, she found a way to earn money, selling opium. Sure, that's everyone's path. She then continues with Puffer's revelation and reveals the identity of Datchery, previously chosen by the audience. The evening's Datchery, either Bazard, Reverend Chris Sparkle, Helena, Neville, or Rosa, explains in their version of the Revelation song, Out on a Limerick. Why they donned the costume and tracked down the killer. The girls did it mainly to disguise their gender. Neville to prove his innocence. Chris Sparkle to help both Neville and Helena. And Bazard to give himself both a dramatic reveal and an important character to play. The gist of each song is that the character followed Jasper to his house and found the clasp that Rosa gave Drood, which Jasper would have on- sorry, which Jasper would have had only if he had taken it from Drood. Jasper's double nature reveals itself, and he admits that he strangled his nephew while under the influence of the laudanum that he reveals he poured into the wine the night of the dinner party. Jasper's confection. Okay, wait, I have a question. Yeah, um, that was so because much. Datchery is the detective, yeah. right? And originally, after Drew dies, it's played by the same actress that plays Drew. Yeah. And then she doesn't do it anymore because the audience says no? No. Uh, well, yeah. They say that it couldn't be them as, like, the company character. Okay. So her character's <laughs> mad that she can't play Datchery once it's finished. Okay. So then we vote, and it's technically one of the murder suspects. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. I'm back. Chairman explains it better, but yes. Just reading it, it is confusing. It, this is a confusing thing. Sure, like, this well, is the hardest one we've ever read. <laughs> I don't know. Um, maybe. Uh, popcorn. Okay. Um, well, man. Dirtles the Grave Digger. <laughs> That's mainly my popcorn. I just wanted you to say Dirtles the Grave Digger. I read ahead. I didn't want to have to say I it. I was not. Here's the thing. You know that thing in school where you, like, read and you, like, count the, like, sentences and whatever? Like, oh, this is the sentence I'm going to have to read? Yeah. No, I didn't do that. We, I haven't been doing that. I've been trying to keep up with this crazy story. So, here we go. Uh, we never popcorn on this show, by the way. This we is don't. the thing that well, I just I like this. I like that we're doing it. It's, it's good. It's fun. Um, here we are. So, Dirtles the Grave Digger disagrees. He witnessed, he says, he witnessed the crime and knows truly who killed Edwin Drood. Uh, depending on the audience's vote, the finger is pointed at Bazard, Chris Barkle, Hel- is it Helena or Helena? Helena. Great. Neville, uh, Puffer, Rosa, or Dirtles. It's <laughs> a great name. It's <laughs> very good. The murderer confesses and then sings a, a reprise of the song of one of several killers, beginning with... Okay, wait. So, depending on who the murderer is, they sing a different song? Yes. So, like, Neville has his own, like, murder song. Yeah. Rosa has her own murder song, etc. It's so... It's kind of cool. It's for the most part the same song but they each throw in little mix remixes depending on the character okay oh my god that sounds so stressful okay well no because whoever you, you are you you'll learn just learn your, your song. song oh i guess yeah. you just learn your murder song so like some of the songs that neville and helena sing have like different tunes then so it's almost like you're having a throwback to that old melody it, like, mixed reprises. in yeah. and nice. then goes in so okay, it's very unique yeah um so it begins with uh, a man could go quite mad to admit his or her culpability uh this is literally explaining exactly what Ryan just said. The gist of each of these songs is that the character who killed Drood is seeking to kill Jasper, not Drood, for his or her own purpose. Puffer, uh, to protect Rosa. Rosa, to save herself. Helena, to get revenge on Jasper for turning her twin's chance at a new beginning, for ruining her twin's chance at a new beginning. I'm fine. Uh, Bazard, to bring himself into the limelight. Neville, because he wanted Rosa for himself. Uh, And Chris Barkle, because he killed Rosa's mother out of jealousy and religious mania and wants to protect both Rosa and Neville from Jasper's evil. That was a really long sentence, guys. 
Sure. Remember that one episode where you were reading the fanfiction? Sure, <laughs> and I just took one so big giant breath to do it. <laughs> it was very difficult. Uh, however, because of the storm, Jasper had walked out with Drood for a while and then had given him his coat to wear for the uh. journey home. Yes. So the murderer, um, because of the... How the F do you say this word? Laudanum. 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 Great. So because of the laudanum and the wine and the foul night weather, mistook Drood for Jasper. Um, and then in parentheses it says, Dirtles lacks this... What? Dirtles lacks this motivation, however... Oh, I see. So if it is him. Dirtles lacks this motivation, however, so his confession is simply that in his drunkenness... <laughs> He mistook Drew for a ghost. <laughs> sure. I'm going to be like that. That's great. Sure, where he's like, oh, I thought I was a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just got crazy. Um, if, although not likely, the audience chooses Jasper as the murderer, Dirtles does not interrupt for a second confession, uh, and it's not performed, although some theaters will not count Jasper votes to make sure that oh. there's a twist. Well, that feels... Interesting. That feels like a cheat. You gotta, a little like, bit. people vote. You gotta, you gotta go. Yeah, well, a lot of people think, because they set it up like Jasper's the killer. Right. So mm-hmm. I, when we did it, we just threw out all of his votes. Because sure. he still sings like a, I killed him, but he just imagined it. Gotcha. And then whoever was runner-up just is It does feel murder. like, I feel like in the original novel, Jasper probably would have been the red herring, like, realistically. Yeah. Sure. So, yeah, 100%. that makes sense. Yep. Still, a happy ending is needed, because this is musical theater, and this is where we are. Um, and the chairman asks the audience to choose. <laughs> <laughs> to choose two lovers from the remaining cast. This is hilarious. I didn't know about this part. Sure. This is hilarious. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. So choose two member, uh, the chosen two members declare their love and then sit, reprise uh, the song called Perfect Strangers. That, just then. Do you have something you need to say? Yes. About? Okay, go. <laughs> because it then just goes on and whatever. This part leads to so much hilarity okay. that it's amazing. Great. So this is kind of stressful as an actor, but as... Since there aren't as many women parts, it's harder for you guys. But cool. So if you are Helena, you could be potential lovers with, um, I don't think Jasper's an option, but Dirtles, Deputy, <laughs> Chris Sparkle, um, all the guys. Sure. And oh. you have you only have like two lines of dialogue, but you have separate dialogue for everybody that Ooh, you're in love with. I hate that. Okay, oh. great. So um, like our Helena one night got matched up with Bazard. And she did not remember her lines. Sure. So, but she had a great improv line. She was just like, oh, Bazard, I feel I've fallen so much in love with you, I seem to have forgotten my lines. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it was so Excellent. good. Everyone died laughing. Well and done. it went on. Um, That's really good. I like that. But the best potential ending is you can make the two twins Ew, fall in no, love. no, absolutely not. Nope, <laughs> no fucking way. And the best part was, is at our school, the nuns were there that night and Stop. wanted nothing more than me to fall in love with my twin sister. <laughs> and the lines I mean, are so funny. I kind of love okay, it. Okay, say I more things love about it. the lines. Yes, it's like starts up and she's like, oh, Neville, uh, after all we've been through, I feel like as if I'm drawn so much incestuously in Ew. love with you. <laughs> Sure, I like the call out. And then, <laughs> like, Neville's just like, wow, I'm starting to feel the same thing. But Ew. it's, like, weird. So Ugh. when we did the song, like, we, like, started close, but then, like, kind of got farther away because it's weird. <laughs> sure. But we're in love. And then at the end, we just pulled in for one, like, big kiss, and then we just immediately ran away. But, like, the nuns were so into this. <laughs> it was wild. It was sure, just, like, mild nuns. applause, mild applause, Helena, roar. And I was like, Okay. And I was like, is this where this is going? And oh, then, of course, when it. it got to me, it was, like, loud. It was loud for another one. But then the guy who's orchestrating the votes is like, I'm not going to let y'all get away with this. See ya. And then made us go. Oh, <laughs> he did not do a revote. Uh, 
tune into our other podcast exploring the parts of religion that are weird and wrong uh, next week. <laughs> That's our new topic is like religion. Cool. Um, sure. Yep. Little boy. Okay. Well, sure. Here we are. Sure. At the end. Okay. So they sing the song. Um, just then there comes a noise from the crypt and a very much alive Edwin Drood appears ready to tell what really happened on the night of his disappearance. And the song is called The Writing on the Wall. What happened was that when Drood was attacked, he was only stunned when he fell and not killed. Jasper dragged him to a crypt where he left him. When Drood woke, he escaped and fled to Cloisterham. I think is how I yes. say fled it. Yes, from Cloisterham. Yeah. Oh, sure. He fled from Cloisterham. That'd be maybe. Only returning so that he could find out who wanted him dead. He sings to the audience and eventually is joined by the rest of the cast, imploring them to hold on to life for as long as they possibly can. Well, weird uh, telling them that holding on to life is all yikes no that feels just like a that's ominous. that's a musical theater trope of just like here's the moral of the story. Yeah, yeah like yeah. you know whatever sure. the mystery is solved and the show c- concludes as the cast sings to the audience to read the writing on the wall okay all right nice. here's the thing i was on board until they were like hang on to life and then i was like what so here we are cool man here we are Karen, I was looking at some uh, some cast members that I think are notable. Sure. Um, I see that. Betsy I see Wolf. this lady. Sure. We talked about it a little. I think in one of the episodes when oh, we were trying we? to do Betsy Wolf Notice Me, I think I said she was in it. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. But she was in the revival in 2012, along with Stephanie J. Black, Will Chase, Cheetah Rivera. Yeah. Sure. Actually, Jesse Mueller, Andy Carl. Honestly, yeah, Will Chase, Jim Norton. Really nice Broadway revival cast. Pretty good cast, yeah. I saw that, too. Ooh, nice. <laughs> nice. Sorry, your face is just like, oh, also. <laughs> sure. I was trying to find it on the Wikipedia, oh but I forgot I was in New York at the time doing random Broadway auditions and conveniently uh, was just checking, oh, what's going on? Yeah. And then my buddy was like, isn't Drew coming up? And it was literally like uh, opening weekend. Oh, that's cool. I was that's able to cool. snag a ticket. Yeah. That's dope. It was awesome. I got a picture with the Neville. Obviously, of course. of course, you're like me too. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. I mean, it it ran on Broadway in '85, um, and ran for 608 performances, not including 24 previews, and then closed in 1987. Um, I mean, that's honestly for a musical that isn't written by Andrew Lloyd Webber or anything like that in 1985. Right, not bad. That's a that's a good good run. Um. It has had a couple tours, some Kennedy uh, Center performances, um, and just been around for a second. Uh, it won a bunch of Tony Awards. I'm just looking at that. Tony, yep. yeah, Tony Awards. Uh, best Musical, Best Book of a Musical, Best Original Score, and Best Performance by a Leading Actor in a Musical, George Rose. He's the chairman. He's the chairman. Best Direction. Nice. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, let's see, the Broadway Revival... Uh, no Tony Awards won, but uh, Tony Miola for outstanding sound design sure, did drama win desk. a drama <laughs> desk. Congratulations, so. Tony! Way to go! Is the irony that Tony did not win the Tony? Is that like a never mind? I'm done. I'm sorry. Uh, that, was, that was stupid. <laughs> I tried my best. I did that out. Thank you. For, no, I will not. I'm leaving that one in, That's and it's fine. gonna stay. You um, all have to listen to a bad joke. No, I think this show. I we I think have talked about it before, but I think this show is so interesting because. I do like shows that are just uh, hilariously uh, like self-aware and that's what the show is is yeah. like nobody's like but 
and to my I would assume and not having seen it but you have to play it straight even with those moments of like line you know like all those things or like huffing off and whatever but um, this reminds me a little bit of sort of mischief theater who does uh, the show uh, the show that goes wrong the play that goes wrong I should say they Mm -hmm. have a TV show called the show that goes wrong but the play that goes wrong in which it's kind of a similar it's a little bit of a similar vibe where they are like a troupe of actors putting on the show and so it's the play that you're watching but you're also watching them as like actors in this troupe so um but they all have to stay in character but each person has like their own kind of shtick where even though he's playing you know whatever now I can't think of any of the names but he's playing the son he's still Dennis who can't remember lines and they have to give him like an earpiece and so it goes off and it's weird um or that's you know um Annie in the company played by a, you know differently but in the company she got bumped up from stage manager and is filling in for stuff now and it's scared and doesn't want to be on stage but it so it gives a similar vibe to that which i love those shows are so funny um because it they are taking it so seriously so yeah, yeah i little, think this like, one is off like yeah very similar too. noises off yeah they actually touch on that the opening number they introduce the characters but they talk about the company members as to who they are so there's like one girl that she's like, oh, I see Lauren's talking to this guy. She's about to give you her room key for after the show. Got it. And it goes there on. There you go. Like oh, that. sure, sure. Yeah. I like. So they this. do that in the beginning. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Sure, I would like to see this now. I think. I me too. I guess I'll. Here's the thing. Did not know Drew was played by a lady. I like written to play as a pants yeah. role, and I think that's really cool. And I like. I'm on board with that because that again more opportunities for women to be thank yous. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So on this show, Ryan, we like to do a rating system. So, <laughs> I, but he, I, he did text but me the other day and was like, I'm it. a good friend and I did start listening to you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for like, listening. Great, because I was trying to explain the format of what we were going to do. And he's like, no, I know. Sure. You know what? I'm going to slip in here. Once again, uh, Julia Schwenneman, if you listen to this podcast <laughs> and you can call this out, I will give you $100. Now, I won't give you $100 every time. Like, you just have to find one of these episodes in which I mention this. But I will give you 100 bucks. Yep. Okay. Um, Fun. This one was fun because it was in the middle and kind of near the end. So you have to listen all the way through. Um, So uh, on a scale of um, zero personalities and five personalities, so like multiple personalities like Jekyll and Hyde, um, how many personalities would you give it? Uh, Having not seen it and only having heard this conversation about sure. it and having sung the one song which is gross um i i'm going like four and a half maybe four i'm gonna go four okay um because i don't like the ends where they're like hang on to your life that is weird to me but um the rest of it very cool love the idea that drew is played by a woman as i have mentioned a few times um i like i think the the tongue-in-cheek of it all is quite fun mm-hmm. and uh i want to see it Ryan, where are you at? How many personalities you got? Oh, should we name them? Is it like Jekyll and Hyde and then Steve and Bob and like? Sure, I, that's fine. We're naming all of the personalities. Sure. What if I rate it really high? I have to think of nine. Sure, you go. Well, she said one through five. But it's a, you're right. But you can, oh. it you can, here's the thing. Oh. You can oh my make gosh, it any. I added five more. <laughs> well, you can. Well, you guys think she gets I, weird sometimes. She I do that all the time. Five, yeah. and then she'll be like eighteen. What <laughs> <Yeah>. the <laughs> world? Uh, I said four. Okay, so it's Jekyll and Hyde, and it's also, um, it's also Olga. And oh. uh Olga. What a name. I don't know. Olga Olga and, and Oleg. <laughs> Esther. 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 You're just picking know. all the sure, words. You, you went like biblical for the hot second and then also like 
I don't know, like European. I was trying to get weird Eastern names European. that like people don't usually. I said Stephen Bob initially, and I hated that because I was yeah. like, those names are too basic. So I went Olga and Esther. So that triggered every hatred of names that I have that you know I have. <laughs> Terrible. Go ahead. Sure. <laughs> um, I would give four out of five or four point five. Four out and a half. Five. Okay, great. Yes. Um, you want to talk about that or just like the end? Yes. No, I'll talk Go ahead. about it. Uh, like i said in the beginning the big aspects i love about it is like if i'm seeing the show i love audience participation some people hate it but i like knowing i have somewhat of an impact on the show um you know being in the show i like that it's different all the time because i feel like there's always the moments in the show where it plateaus and everyone's just like i want this to be done where that that is in most shows but i feel like this kind of takes away a bit from that because it's different consistently that's fair when you never know Yes. Wait a minute. Can I mean, it's I just, different, like, and you never know. Yeah. yeah. Interject. Oh, sorry, my hand is up. Um, Lauren loves a hand raise on this. I love hand raise. Audio medium. I do. <laughs> I do it in my real life, and it is annoying as hell for people. Like, I'll be like, "Hey," and just like I just raise my hand when it like I'd like to speak next. I don't want to interrupt people. Anyway. Um, yes, Lauren. <laughs> thank you. I do want to say I like the idea of voting as an audience member. I don't want to interact with the cast. That's what I so, was going to say. Yeah, I also enjoy the idea of if uh, if there's going to be audience interaction, I can do it. I feel great in anonymously. A vote. Yeah. yeah, like an anonymous <laughs> vote. What I don't want is someone to like be like, "Come on stage with me." No, I don't want that. I don't no. want to do that. Uh, that's no, no. no thank you. I don't want you to talk no, to no, me no. during the show. Now, no. And even maybe the pre-show, like maybe that's okay. I don't. I still don't want it. But like, it's better than like if you're like. Hey, you, what is your answer to this question? And then I have to provide an answer. Like, I don't want to do no. that. But I also, no one ever wants me to be that person because they, like, I'm very obviously a performer. I don't know. Like, I sure. walk in the room, I, well, that's what like, I she's say. been on stage before, yeah. so don't talk to her. Like, there's something about it that, like, well, it's not as funny when face. people are, like, comfortable and you can tell that they're like, hey, I haven't been on here before. No, I will railroad all the shit if you put me on stage. I will yes and until we are out, out sure. of the show. <laughs> Anyway, Brian, we interrupted you. <laughs> so sorry. I mean, I was pretty much done. Cool. That was both aspects of it. So that's just why. I like it from an all-around aspect. I feel like it hits a lot of points. What, what are the names? In it or out of it. What are the names? Oh, of my God. Personality? Here we go. All right. Here's the thing. You can that. use Jekyll and Hyde and then two and a half others. No, I will not do that. Fine. That's cheating. Okay. I'm just going to pick names. Okay. We got uh, Cecil. Cool. We got... Uh, <laughs> Shout out to our listeners named Cecil, man. Like, holla. Whatever. Uh, We got Kane. Okay. Um, Are these just dream roles that you would like to play? No. Okay. Someone will know the reference, and then that'll be it. Yeah, but who's Cecil? That's what I don't know. I I got Kane, but I I was like, who's Cecil? It's not the Kane you think, so I'm I'm already beyond. in the world? Okay. There's uh, Squall. There's uh, Irving. And then I guess for my... For my half man, uh, we'll bring up Joey. Oh, <laughs> thanks for listening, Joey. Always Joey. great to have a fan uh, listen. Does he listen? Probably not. Uh, Will he listen to this episode? I hope so because we talked about him a few times. I would give I would give this a four only because I haven't seen it. I suspect that if I have seen it, I will rank it higher. Perhaps. Um, yeah, you know, I just I think that's one of those things where I this show to me also feels like it plays less well in a like we're talking about it way and much better in a like you should see it way yeah um i just think the jokes and things like that probably land a little bit better but um sure i give it a four uh my four names sure this is a thing whenever i play games like this i just look around the room because i like okay so ferris (laughs) 
Indiana. Indiana. <laughs> uh, Wesley. Oh, nice. And Mike. Great. Mikey. Mikey. Thank you. Sure, sure. she's Great. got fair if few you, I was going to say, if you can guess the four posters that I just looked at in my office, it's pro- you got it. probably pretty easy to do. You got at least two, for sure. But, Ferris uh, and Indy, I think, are pretty. Sure, but which Indy? You know what I mean? So, like, sure. that's it. Um, Wesley, also very easy to guess, I feel. Um, if you know me, If it's sure. a film film kind of deal. Um, the last one, Mikey, I think there's a lot. Mikey's harder. That one's a little bit tougher. Uh, tweet at us. Or, no, we don't have Twitter. Uh, we do have Twitter. We do have Twitter. <laughs> kidding, tweet at us. Or, oh or sure, speaking of, we do have Twitter, and all our socials are at DownstageLeftPC. <laughs> if you have something longer you would like us to send, to send us, DownstageLeftPC at gmail.com, or you can go to our website, DownstageLeftPodcast.com. Word. Um, sure, we did it, I think. I mean, oh my god! Uh, <laughs> this is this is why we can't have people we over very him, often. Ryan. All right. Uh, no, I think we did it. So I'm gonna say um, exit stage left, uh, followed by a ghost what? named Dirtles. <laughs> That's what I took from the show. Is that yeah. not right? <laughs> no, he is the one that thinks that it's a ghost. Yeah, this show is about Dirtles the ghost. Dirtles the ghost. I'm happy to be here. Excellent. <laughs>